<laughs> Ready, Mrs. Ryan? <laughs> if I do one thing today, that's yes. <laughs> All right. Jennifer Nicole, not married. Roll it, Hal. not blocking it at all. You're totally fine. Thank you so much. Well, now you're blocking it. No, I'm just kidding. You're totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Nicole's taking pictures for Porsche, social media and stuff. So fun. I love it. Hi there, Mrs. Ryan. Hello. hello. Welcome back, everybody. Let's see. Bring it, bring it in here. Bring it in here, Mrs. Ryan. It's the Thursday show. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Remember Kermit the Frog? <laughs> Kermit the Frog from The Muppet Show. It's Jennifer Nicole. Yay! <laughs> All right, well, we're already having fun here in the Late Night Playset. Welcome back, everybody. Today is Thursday, August 1st, Mrs. Ryan, 2019. And our guest, if you couldn't tell already, is Jennifer G.I. Jen Nicole from the Porsche PEC Experience Center here in Los Angeles. We're very excited to get her in here. We've been talking already for quite a while, and we're already having fun. So now you get to watch some of it. (laughs) Mrs. Ryan, (laughs) Uh, how are you doing today? I'm fine. I, f- I feel... Looking lovely. I look great. Hunziker'd out. McQueen Racing and 111 Shoes. I like it. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to represent. We got the cool people in the house. I wanted to be cool. Um, but I feel horrible. But, like, I don't like to talk about that stuff. So. <laughs> but I will. You asked. I'm just answering. Oh, I see. I as see. Succinctly feel as horrible, possible. but that's it. That's all we're going to say. Yeah. Copy that. All right. Well, in that case, let's get on with the show, then. I've got... <laughs> uh, oh, you know what? The only thing from the hellos was I wanted to mention yesterday's guest mark lano i feel a little bit unprepared i feel like that was one where i should have done more research because i was blown away sitting here and everything that was coming out of his mouth was bigger and more uh, interesting to my personal history of all this stuff and comedy and la lore and everything yeah. uh we said yesterday we're going to have him back we are absolutely going to have him back i made a joke on the social about this is part one of a nine-part series um, we won't run out of material with him, but please, for everyone else too, because people have been making comments, can we make it a, a priority to get him back? Yeah, I've he was already just incredible. I already talked to our comedy booker. Like, Fantastic! Cannot wait to see him again. Yeah, it was a pleasure, and, I, and you know, we always say this, but we really just scratched the surface with him. Definitely finding finding out the story about how Jay Leno accidentally ended the strike against the comedy store with David Letterman and Mark. And Tom Dreesen and Mitzi Shaw. I mean, it was just crazy, these stories. The, the legends of Hollywood comedy. <laughs> yeah, crazy. It's just unbelievable. All right. Well, with that, uh, Mrs. Ryan, I want to check in with the East Coast feed. Awesome. But specifically, I'm going to play a video real quick just to start that we did yesterday. It's only a couple seconds long, but I want to talk about it after. So I'm going to play this one again. Roll it out. So we're sitting here live in a car with the geniuses because um, we have an issue with one of our five series loaner cars. Um, can you show them what it is? Can we show them on the, on the can we pull it up here? It looks like we have uh, right here. Right here. That one. It's a uh, porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Porn. <laughs> <laughs> this porn on our dashboard. We don't know how it happened, but uh, apparently someone hacked into the car. God, I love this. It's so much fun. Car business, everybody. You gotta love it. I know it's not Porsche, but we have some fun at BMW, too. <laughs> All right. So. All right, you remember that one from yesterday, right? Yeah. Do you remember what I said? No. I said, oh, this oh. speaks to me, the future. This is cars are hackable because cars are computers and computers are hackable, so now cars are hackable. That's right. the equation I came up with. 
And I was like, oh, this is this is just going to start happening. Okay, well, on the news this morning, nope. <laughs> right here in Los Angeles, <laughs> no. how hackers can take over your car. If I'm not mistaken, that's even a BMW dealership in the background there, blurred out. Oh, my. Check that out. Car hacking. Yeah. It's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> so glad to be having an old car right now. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to. I don't know how they're going to get That's around this. Really... It's going to be a, a constant chase, just like, oh, you, you hack the new iPhone. Then they do a thing where you can't hack it. Then you hack it again. It's just going to be this chasing that. This is bananas. That. Old cars, right? G.I. Jen? That is the way to go. <laughs> Classic cars. Do you ever have any of that? Well, you don't have loaner cars, but have you ever had anybody hack any of your, your Porsche vehicles? No. And put porn on the display? <laughs> Did you hear that? It was a service loaner at BMW. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> shot across the bow. <laughs> Holy smokes. All right. Well, checking in then in the non-car business side of the East Coast feed, Mrs. Ryan, let's see where they are now. So Brooke's checking her hair. <laughs> anyway, Mr. Mrs. Ryan, Brooke, the Cavs van. And we're here tonight at the Beer Garden at Two Steps. Let's show you. Boom. We're enjoying a little outdoor music as well as some food. It's the beginning of our Friday evening. How's it going, babe? Good? It's going great. At least her hair looks good. That's really what's important for the camera. <laughs> you see how much she loves me? Now she loves me more. There it is. Love you guys. See you later. We're all laughing in here. Last one. Let's see where they are now. East Coast feed. Roll it out. Mr. and Mrs. Ryan, East Coast feed part two on a Friday night. We are at the Charter Oak Brewery in Danbury. It's a small brewery, as you can see. We're going to walk over here because Brooke's right here. There she is. She's very excited. Where, where are you hiding? Where are you going? Anyway, it's a work function for her, but it's a little brewery action. We got a little beer, a little wheat beer. She's a big beer fan. She's allergic to alcohol, if you don't know that already. Um, what else, babe? She turns bright red like my shirt. You see my scorpion? Mortal Kombat? Huh? Huh? I know, I know. And that's it. We're here. It's a Friday night. We're enjoying our evening. Brooke's got a little beer action. I had some gin. Life is good. <laughs> Miss you guys. We'll see you later. Yes, indeedy. Oh, my. Brooke and the Kaz, man. Gotta love them. Yeah. That's incredible. I know. They had such a good time. Uh, Mrs. Ryan, I only have one other thing, and uh, then it's going to be time for the news, if that's all right. Yeah. It is Thursday, and you know what we do every Thursday? We'd open up the old TBT. <laughs> See where we are today, Mrs. Ryan. I think, I think, let me come back to the studio. I think, if I recall, this is going to be, uh, we were just talking about our good friend Rod Emery. I think this is a Rod Emery uh, war, uh, you know, uh, apparel launch Definitely down at period correct. I think that's what we're going for. So this is period correct. Roll it hell. Well, we're headed to Rod Emery's. Actually, that's not true. We're not going to Rod Emery's. Where are we going? Period correct for Rod Emery's. Outlaw opening opening, or it's a release of a new... We're going to go to period correct. Can't wait. See you there.
is. We need it. Two hours later. Correct. <laughs> Wombly. A little bit. A lot of people. Thanks for having us. Great time with Rod Emery. Thanks, Rod. Thanks Good for having you. us. Nice so to meet everybody. Good to see you. There's Porsche downtown, right? Right there. But that nonsense is coming from Kia. <laughs> I didn't remember was Sam from Seen Through Glass. Right. He was there. Uh, he, huge YouTube channel, Seen Through Glass. And then uh, uh, at the end there was Jose, uh, who's now the president of the, I always get these wrong, the PCA SGVR, San, San Gabriel, Gabriel Valley, Valley region, region of the Porsche Club of America. Hi, Jose. Hi, Hi. Jose. We love Jose. Hi, Rod. Uh, sitting on his lap at the end. Totally. <laughs> I love all you guys. Rod, it was so good to see you. Thank you again for the invite. Mrs. Ryan, it's time to ask the question that's on everyone's mind. Yes, sir. What's going on, Mrs. Ryan? You know who Wesley Snipes is, don't you? <laughs> yeah, he's Passenger 57. Hello. Okay, well, he's, he's going to be in a new movie. Uh, a new, whatever. Uh, Carbon Neutral, uh, their goal, the shit. That's all right. Start over. That's all right. Dream, Wesley Snipes is in the news. Wesley Snipes <laughs> is in uh, w with a company called Dreamlight uh, Productions is going to make the first carbon neutral film. Oh, interesting. Green filmmaking. Yeah. Okay. It, it's their new thing. And Wesley's totally on board. The movie's called Pay Line, I believe. Yeah. And they're really 
innovative in reusing and repurposing materials because their whole thing is like sets that are used once and blown up are the big problem. So they're making a casino movie that's going to be carbon neutral. I think that's neat. I look yeah. forward to it. Go I figured it, it was going to be gambling when you said the name of it. Uh, you put things together faster <laughs> than me sometimes. <laughs> I did not know. Um, Thailand uh, is going to be introducing cannabis oil to the medical community. Oh, is they don't have that? I would have thought that that's where they would have had that. I didn't know that. The, it was outlawed. And all the oils and all the different essentials. And- Thailand as a culture is into herbal uses of things. Yeah, but it sort was of the re- definition of Eastern medicine, right? Yes, but it was uh, made illegal years ago, oh. cannabis. And this year, Works too good. the civil government, there's tons of government stuff that like I don't want to get into and I don't know enough about. But this year, they, the civil government is taking over and making it so they can grow marijuana there for medical purposes. That's crazy. And they're going to distribute 10,000 jars this year. They're jar, like jar, that's jars of cannabis jar. oil to like oh, right, give to hospitals oil. and stuff to use. To, so I love it because it's just showing another way to like, okay, you can make money, do your thing, but like help people in the best way yeah. while you're doing it. So. Yeah. Thailand's exploring that avenue, Bravo, which I think Thailand. is super neat. Um, okay, there that game. Remember when I was really messy and like we used uh, video games to help my brain grow? Yes. Uh, that game. Uh, what's it called? Alan Wake or whatever. That is one of my all-time favorite video games, and I don't think you ever played it. But yes, Alan. Well, that's not it. Hang on, sorry. Here, where, where are you? There you are. Uh, Alan Wake. Um, it's about a writer in it who goes to a seaside town, and it's a fantastic story. It's basically a Stephen King type story that you get to play this guy in a in a in a video game. I loved it. Yeah. I'm not really into those role-playing type video games, but the story on this one was so interesting to me, and it was like if it was a movie, I would have gone and seen it. Yeah. Well, so I liked it. There. That's what. It's co- almost like Twin Peaks. Okay, perfect segue, because there's this uh, game that is similar and kind of started with the the precursor to Alan Wake and all these games, these open world games that we love, Okay, and really started based on David Lynch's Twin Peaks. Get out of here. You're kidding. Totally. No, that's where it all... Then it hit the mark for me, for sure, because that's exactly what it reminded me of. Even the set design and the lighting design and all of the... And the music cues, everything is very, very odd and creepy and incredibly well done that movie's uh, that game's not new either that game's at least 10 years old probably right yes but this one that i'm talking about uh Mizerna falls that's the preacher oh, cursor to all of it of like the open world games of like drive like grand theft auto like sure. where you can just drive places right was released only in japan in 98 on playstation and recently um uh there's a this woman named evie resident evie uh, you can Google it. I don't know. It's a handle. Uh, she translated all of it from Japanese to English. Mm-hmm. And so now for the first time since 98, this game's available again. Oh, no kidding. And you can play <laughs> the, the old English game. Version. It's not redone. It's just the old game. With trans- English. Sure. Transcribed or transcoded or whatever. Yeah. And it, if it's anything like Alan Wake, which it sounds like it's the precursor of. So it's not as good necessarily graphics wise but it was really ahead of its time in terms of like how to do stuff i'm super excited so Mazurna falls is so you're gonna be that. playing that no i'll wait for someone to show we still me. have alan wake it's all you know the games are digital these days so even though you don't have the disc it's all in the machine so i mean you can play alan wake anytime you ever want i like to. watching you play it because it's like watching twin peaks <laughs> <laughs> with zombies <laughs> totally um and then lastly 
there was uh, there's been a lot of studies recently about what what people don't like and why they don't talk to strangers. Like they're so much more inclined to like be on their phone or have a cigarette or do whatever. It's tough. When we were kids, we were taught don't talk to strangers, but it was a different time then. It was a different world. Strangers were trying to talk to you back then. Well, <laughs> yeah. And now people are actively like looking down and not yeah. making eye contact, and they're apt to get on their phone. And so there was a back lot to of the zombies. I consider this the zombie apocalypse. Totally, I, I do also. And so a lot of studies were like, well, why are people not wanting to talk to people? Like yes. we're social creatures. Like why wouldn't you? And blah blah blah. The studies show that the reason that people don't do it sometimes is out of fear. And so that's. It sounds obvious, but in the moment when you're so easily able to be distracted by other things, you don't think about that. People part. don't really. This is all on your terms. This is set up with your stuff. It's every. It's 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 you. It's an extension of you. Right. So uh, it's very easy to just stay in your little world. It's very easy. And anything outside of it, once you're used to being into it, is, is a little bit frightening. Like, whoa, I got to look up. And, oh, it's a big world out there. You know what I mean? This you know, study, we talk about yeah. the Matrix in the movie, and they're all plugged in, and it was, you know, the physicality of it was different. But if you just look at the underlying idea of it, this is it. Totally. Wally, too. Same thing. Totally. <laughs> and so the, the study is it basically just said, like, don't be afraid. Like, talk to people. It's going to be awkward and weird, but it might be awesome. I so, posted like, this, too. Talk to strangers. Who cares? Say just hello. talk to strangers and... Smiling and saying hello to a stranger is the craziest thing. If you're in the grocery store, if you're sitting in traffic next to somebody, even sometimes when you get to the bottom of the freeway ramp and there's someone uh, collecting for collecting for money, <laughs> I make it sound like it's a <laughs> church thing or whatever. But you know, someone asking for money at the bottom of a freeway with a sign. I don't know what you call that these days. I don't know what's politically correct, but one of those people. Even if we don't have money, I'm, I always say I love you, brother. God, God bless you, brother. You know what I mean? One of those things, and it's like what we get back is always better than thank you for the dollar. Yeah. It's always like, right on, brother, you too. Like, I love you too, brother. You know what I mean? It's always something. Energy is currency. So if you're giving positive energy to someone, that's like giving currency to them, whatever they need. Good enough. I love that. Oh, shit. And that's been. <laughs> <laughs> and that's been what's going on, Mrs. Ryan. Bravo. Well done. Thanks. Are we done? Do we have every, anything else? That's it for me. Uh-uh. One more thing. Oh, shoot. Oh, that's important. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. It's time for Dave Watch. All right. Where are we, Mrs. Ryan? August 1st. August. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, but it's still here. Yeah. It's there. (laughs) All right. Well, back here on the 23rd, we reached out. We had someone, someone from our team, reach out to David Letterman's team to try to get him as a guest on this show. That was the first contact. All these exes since have, they denote days where we have not had Dave here. Empty. <laughs> Today no is the answer. first. We'll just put this right here. <laughs> and that shows that we've checked in and we know. Okay. Yeah. It's going to happen. I know. It's going to happen. Those and X's look daunting, but it really has been no time. And it's totally going to happen. This is more of a fun way to monitor how it's going to happen and to keep everybody else in on the, the goings on. Because it's going to happen without this silly calendar. The, the reason we're doing the calendar is because this is something Dave and his writers did back in the 80s to get Donahue on and then in the 90s or the 2000s to get <laughs> Oprah on. Um, so we're just pulling up, you know how it is. You pull a play out of somebody else's playbook to try to get them. <laughs> so that's it. No news, but David Letterman, please be a guest on our program. If there's anything uh, anybody else can do to make that happen, by all means, please either do it or reach out to us. <laughs> Um, and in that case, Mrs. Ryan, I have nothing else. It's time to now take a break and get our guest, G.I. Jen, Jennifer Nicole, in here from the PECLA. That's Porsche's Experience Center.
I'm going to talk about all sorts of things. And not just Porsche, probably. we got all sorts of things to talk about with you, right? I'm such a girl crush on this one. Big, oh, a girl crush on this one? Yeah. All right. Uh, well, we'll say it when you get in here. Nicholas Hunziger had a funny thing, too. Uh, <laughs> all right. More to come right after this. G.I. Jen will be sitting in that chair. See you in a few. And there we go. We are back sitting here with G.I. Jen, Jennifer Nicole from the P-E-C-L-A. Hi, Jen. <laughs> Hi. Can I call you just Jen? Is that all right? Just Jen is great, yeah. <laughs> just Jen. Just Joan Wilder. Um, that's not, what's your, that's not your, but your last name isn't Nicole. That's your, is that your middle name? How does your name work? Could you tell us how your name how works, please? How does your name work, yeah. <laughs> Let's start there. <laughs> Let's start there at the beginning. I get this a lot, which is super fun. Because you have two so, first names, right? I do. And it's so easy to remember the girl with two first names, Jennifer Nicole, right? It kind of sounds like a sheet line, like a bedding sheet line. I get that a lot, too. Oh, um, what are you th- Laura Ashley, like that yes, kind of thing? Yeah, exactly. Sure, sure. Yeah. That makes sense. So my last name is actually not Malacarn. It's a long story, but to make it short. But that is what I wasn't saying a second ago. Malacarn, right? Malacarn, yeah. Malacarn. And it's I not literally, Italian. I texted her. I was like, the M word? I don't understand. Yeah, so, is, no. so Jennifer Nicole Malacarn. Is my full name. But. But. <laughs> my grandfather was, so he was in the military, and his mom remarried while he was in the military. And when he came back from the military, she said, guess what? I got married, and I gave <gasps> you a name change. Because back then, he went in the military at like 17 years old. So he literally had his name already changed, and he didn't even know about it. Oh, my God. She actually changed his his everything, like his first name, too. She liked his middle name better. I don't know. Things are crazy. Holy cow. So then what happened was is my dad never liked his grandmother. So he like he never – not only was the name changed, but the spelling. She didn't like the spelling. She, she changed the spelling of the name. Like, she added this the is E. a disaster. And yeah. So, like, my dad has always told my brother and I, like, hey – while your grandparents are here, you can keep the name. Or, like, even told my brother, because I have a brother who's two years older, he's like, if you want to take your wife's name if she's the only child and her parents really want to keep that name. But technically speaking, my last name is Mills. And I didn't even know that until I was probably, like, 16 years old. So it's Jennifer Nicole Mills. Technically, technically yeah. But you've never used that. No, I didn't even know. So then, well, What's your birth certificate say? It you know says what I mean? Malacarn, like, but it's not even a real name. <laughs> That is so a like riot. So always... somebody just made it up at one point and it stuck. And it stuck. And like my grandfather, because back then, you know, I mean, he's been through two world wars. Like, you know, he's old school. He's 93 years old. You just did what your parents told you back then. Yeah. So he literally, we don't even know the spelling. We, I gave my parents for like two Christmases ago. I said, hey, like, you know, those like tests that you can have like oh the dna, DNA. Yeah. Yeah. Like, can you tell me what we are <laughs> and that's why i gave them for christmas because i we thought it was italian we have no italian in us malacarn sounds fancy i used to tell people for years even my mom told me growing up we were like mascarpone or something so it does sound fancy yeah so it was really funny so out of high school i just knew that like malacarn wasn't really my name anyways and I took a job, and they wanted me to have something oh, that I was see. really so easy to recognize. Oh, I see. So you just away from it. Oh, wow. I'm I sorry. Totally I'm picking did. up yeah. here. Okay. <clears throat> so um, I got a job working with Victoria's Secret. We were launching the pink line because the pink campaign came out in 2004. It was unsuccessful. They hired me on in 2006 to kind of revamp and consult. It what actually, happened? It was successful. 
but it wasn't successful as like the very sexy line it or some of the other stuff. Didn't it didn't scream for what they seemed to want. Yeah, well, because back in the back young. in 2004, a lot of times moms would take their their young daughters, their teenage daughters, to the store, and if, right when you'd walk into Victoria's Secret, it would be very risque it's in your it face. In your face, <laughs> sure. and moms they were, were like, "Hey, that's Fredericks stuff that me and Dad want to see, not yeah. what we want our young daughter to see." So we had to really rethink everything. So I came on as a consultant, and of course, nobody knew my name, and they're like, "Jennifer, what?" No. Is this when they changed the whole, like, what the stores look like? Yeah, I would because imagine. Because they used yeah. to be almost like, oh, yeah. they were sort of, I don't right? want to say peep show windows, but it was very, exactly what you it described, much more lacy and risque the in the, the time. It's the Secret Angels, it's the icon, right? I so was going like, to use that. I didn't think anybody would remember that. The Angels in the yeah. 90s, the clear, transparent, you remember yeah. all that? So I in 2004. Yeah. That, that, hang on, I just want to talk about the Angels bras for a second, because <laughs> right? I thought that was bullshit. However they looked in the ads and everything was nice, fine. That's not how they looked in real life. They were clear. They were transparent. So everything that you didn't yeah. see on the thing, if you bought one of those and got it home, it you <laughs> go on. Please go, ahead. go on. Go ahead. Never mind. I realized I dug no, too Nicole, far. I really want to know. You could yeah. see everything. You could see yeah. everything through those angels' bras. Mm. They weren't lined. No. I went shopping with my high school girlfriend, like helping her. Like oh, we wow. were doing a thing, uh-huh. and it, like, she came out like, "Well, what do you?" Th-? And she's like, "Can you see?" I'm like, "I can see. I can see. I can see everything." Oh yeah. No. So it used to be that you go into the store and then the pink oh, back line to you. Yeah, all right. would be in the in back. In the back, yeah. You had to walk through all the sexy stuff to get yeah. to the cute, But then as a young girl, stuff. you're like, well, wait, that's pretty. That's pretty. And then you get to the back and you're like, oh, here's the cotton bras. <laughs> right. So a you gotta lot get of times through the cigarettes to buy the bubble like, gum. hey, we're going to go to Macy's. We're going to go to Nordstrom. We're going to go elsewhere. And then, you know, we kind of had to restructure how that was. And then I became kind of like the unofficial pink girl. So I did all their online social marketing. I had, it was back when Facebook, you had to have a college ID. You couldn't just be anyone that had Gmail, right, Right. account. So they had me sign up and then they were like, hey, you know what? We got to talk to you. Like your name, no one's going to remember your name. I was like, well, that's cool because I usually just go by Jen. They're like, yeah, but you need a name. So that's actually how it So was it just Jen Mill? Oh, no, you weren't even using I wasn't. Mills. I didn't oh even God. know about that until like, So you were just using life. Jen Melikarn and they were, not, they were like, no, that's no, that's not catchy? Well, my friend who was a consultant who brought me on because I thought I was going to be a fashion designer. I was always cars fashion design. Cars fashion Starting design. by rearranging Victoria's Secret? Yeah, right? Because. <laughs> <laughs> that makes total sense for me in my books. If people people that know me would be like, yes, that's totally what I you're see. doing. I got it. I got and it. Foot so in the door. Totally <clears throat> opens the door. And to consult for Victoria's Secret when I'm like 20. That's unheard of. That's unbelievable. Old, it's a big right? resume. Huge, Check right? Mark. And uh, Yeah, exactly. And so they're just like, well, what can you do? Like from a marketing perspective, my friend just said, you should just go by Jennifer Nicole. Everyone knows you as Jennifer Nicole. Mm. We'll just do that. So then that became my Facebook name. Then that so became 20... my company name. That became my consultant name. So until Portia, wow. literally everyone knew me. And they thought that that was my last name. And I was totally That's what we thought that. until we got the, the, the mm-hmm. paperwork on you. Yeah. Holy cow. Until... Portia hired me. They're like, what's your legal document? My dad actually told me. He had to sit down and he goes, hey, if you want to change your name, yeah. we are okay with it. And I said, yeah, but it's this, like, this long. This goes and deep. Yeah. yeah, my dad really didn't like his grandmother so much. Uh, so Wow. Yeah, he's like, and I, he didn't know her. And the <clears> fact that she changed the name, changed the spelling. He's like, you could go by Mills if you want. He's like, we could go down the DMV. Because I was like really heartbroken when I first, I was like, I don't, people wow. are going to think I'm married. Everyone thought I was married. I had to change my LinkedIn account because, you know, it's like, now it's Jen Nicole Malachar. And they're like, oh, she got married and she didn't tell us. Yeah, and it certainly sounds that way. Yeah, so usually I I tell people, just call me Jen. It's so much more simple. Or Jennifer. Or Jennifer Nicole. 
Yeah. Well, and then G.I. Jen, of course, is because you love toys and action figures, right? <laughs> totally. <laughs> and you're the, the greatest tomboy. American hero. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, yeah, technically, I, I played with a lot of G.I. Joes. I grew up with nine guys. I was the only girl on the block, yeah. Oh, so, so you were just tough, and that's how you got the name? I love G.I. Jane, the movie. I was oh, of like course. A huge I skipped over Dean that, of Moore course. Fan. You yeah, were? I, oh, my gosh. Yeah, and I know. Like, now I'm, like, super professional. We used to see them in town. They used to live in the town I lived in when I was Did a they kid. Really? Yeah, when they, oh, she was married so to Bruce cool. Willis. They were at the yes. hardware store in town. I just thought she was such a cool, powerful, strong female. No bullshit. Wow. And I just love the fact Did that she... Did you see I did, yeah. Okay. I, I saw all her movies. Her, she's just cool. So oh. I, everyone used to call me G.I. when I was growing Not all of her movies. <laughs> I don't know if there's isn't good. I've been on a play with her. She's a little bully. That's good, yeah. yeah. So that's how I got G.I. Jen. People used to call me G.I. I used to wear, like, army fatigues in high school. I, Shut like, went rock climbing. Up. I was mining that's the in tomboy. the mountain. That's the, oh, yeah. the tomboy that you were talking about. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, you're very, very interesting. Uh, just starting off there, I didn't know any of that. That's <laughs> so know. cool. I mean, I've got weird name stuff too, you know. So it's I, yeah. lo- I love it when everybody well, see, else says like somebody. It's like Jay Nicole Ryan, Jennifer Nicole. I totally relate. We're easy to remember, but Jennifer Nicole Malcolm's like, whoa, <laughs> hold on, wait, what did you just say? <laughs> it is, yeah. It's just yeah. more. It's That's all right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you sort of <laughs> so, just you sort of just off on the right foot. You did. You sort of just got us already though to how you got to Porsche, but. <clears throat> A little bit about you that I don't know, except for what you've told me, is that you started in the aftermarket um, field mm-hmm. of the auto. Is that anything you would want to talk about? Because I'm yeah. kind of interested in yeah. that stuff. I, I would. I think you're pretty interested in so, that stuff, right? Yeah, that's what. But I'm. Point, but what did you? What did you do? Because I don't know how you get from Victoria's Secret to Porsche and then shoehorn this in the middle. Yeah. So it's not like the typical bridge that. That, that connects those gaps, you know what I mean? Those two things. I'm I was always very in the cars as a very, I bought my car before I could drive it. I bought it at 15 and a half. It was a VTEC Honda Prelude. Oh, Started shit. dating one of the guys in high school. Oh, that hang was on, hang on, wait, hang on, slow down, slow down. Preludes are good. What, what year Prelude was it? 1994. Oh, so that's with the digital dash and everything. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. I love so that car so much. I put Tenzo exhaust on it. I had all like headers. Like I did the whole thing, was in a car club. And you already had the SI. You already had the dude it up one. Oh, I did, yeah. Yeah, that's well, what I mean. I so you were further. already doing more stuff. <laughs> yeah. There were three versions of that car. And this she is got before the Fast and the Furious, by the way. So I'm blown I did away that. by you. <laughs> yeah, so I was t- always like ten years into cars. I, I thought like the cute guys at school, they always had the cool cars. I like loved the Integras back then, the Eclipse. So the cool. imports, because that's what we could afford, right? That's, that's what we could I afford, I had a Honda yeah. Accord hatch at the time. So Where I did you live? In Claremont. Oh, California. Yeah. Oh, so you grew up in the SoCal car culture. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, so I was born and raised here. So, like, as soon as I could drive, people were getting, you know, dropped S10s or they were going into the raised trucks. They were getting the Civics. You know, they weren't going down that road. And then literally just a few years later was the first. It was, what was it, 1999? 99 is when Fast and the Furious came out, yeah. And that's that's when all of the the actual import stuff, like the carbon hoods and all the graphics and all that stuff, that's when that got here. Uh And nitrous and all that stuff. So I was at the Ontario movies, the Edwards Cinema in Ontario Mills with Craig Lieberman and that car. Not knowing Craig, but the guy that put that eclipse in the movie... And all those cars were out there in the Civics and all that. And I thought, this is it. Like, you're I have kidding. To be part of this. You're yeah. shitting me. No. I was at CVS when they were building all those cars. And I That's thought crazy. they were crap because I was like, look at this crap. Just take the hood off it. It'd be yeah. fine. Take the decals. It'd be a great eclipse or a yeah. great super or whatever. <laughs> I couldn't see yeah. the future and I hadn't seen the movie yet. So mm-hmm. I didn't know that, oh, Vin Diesel approved on this one. <laughs> yeah. 
I love that we that we're, uh, we're so right. See, there were so many people there that night that when you talk to them or like, hey, were you at this race? Yes, that was in the we race tracks, or too. how were you at this place? And yeah, so a lot of that's just like you later on in life you go there's so many things where we were right there yeah you know we could have totally met each other so close years ago almost but yeah so that's kind of how that was so i was always kind of aligned with cars and things like that but so when that movie came out the import stuff just took off in this town everywhere oh yeah yeah so i was kind of doing fashion kind of doing a lot of different stuff worked at an ad agency um, at an ad agency? I did, yeah. What were you I did doing marketing at an ad? and advertising. So You're I kidding. worked for an agency that did, well. I mean, I feel like you'd be very good at that. Again, it's just another area I didn't know you'd been. Yeah, so that's, <laughs> that's I see my now. There, I see the through line to all of it now, but like on paper, no way. It's just totally creative. Like anything that's creative, anything that I can get my hands on that's creative is something that is really exciting for me. Mm. But I was dating a guy at the time that said, you know, you really need to be into car stuff because I didn't want to go to an ad agency and start doing like bounty paper towels. Oh. Right? Or like, I don't want to be like looking at slogans for Cheerios boxes. That's just totally It wasn't not me. solely the advertising goes, creativity hey, that you liked. You, yeah, like it has to be something that's in my wheelhouse. Right. And he goes, you can go to an ad agency or a marketing agency that's just cars. I'm like, where where is that sign me up so i found an agency that made sense they did formula drift Recaro, brembo pirelli ducati microsoft and i go check That's the one yeah because you got xbox that's great yeah. yeah so i literally worked off a of skid row at the la gun club in like if you know where mr cartoon's at yeah i was I got there. That's, she got her tattoo at mr cartoon but by magnus's shop right for like two and a half years what yep I worked there, and I this just, was, that was not a good area back then. It's no, nice no. now because of hel- helpful. Yeah, Magnus and the bridge. <laughs> it's, it's gotten a heck of a up. lot better. It was seriously okay. shady. It was I not good go ten years ago. When the sun set, we'll just put it that way. I had a 350Z at the time, and it was lowered, and I had big wheels on it, and it was yeah. Yeah, everybody left. I was like at five I need o'clock. to go. I don't look like I belong here. And obviously, I'm a girl, so I used to use the excuse, like, hey, I'll come here from this time to this time. And you didn't and use the Melicarn back then? <laughs> or whatever that is, right? Most I don't fun. even know if that's, yeah. I don't even know what it is. I can't even say it's, like, Italian because it's on no. Italian. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, so I took on Recaro. That was, like, my first client. And I loved that brand. It was funny because you think seats. No, How no. How could you I'm excited right now seats? because I want seats. You do. I'm yeah. in the, we're in the place I where can... we want seats because she wants houndstooth and we want seats. So I'm yeah. like, Ricardo, yeah, okay, I get it. I get that it. That is the best, yeah. And you can, there's so much you can learn. It's just like when you go to Michelin. Have you ever been to a Michelin day where mm-hmm. you can test tires? Yeah. So we the did different with, rubber we did compounds. Oh, we did. Yeah, okay. You know, you go something and it's eye-opening. It sounds so trivial, like, oh, tires no. are tires. You know, whatever's no. on the car, replace. But until If you're you into go, it, it's not trivial. It is exactly. so life-affirming in the weirdest Absolutely. way. Absolutely, yeah. And you feel so much safer when you understand yeah. what is behind a tire and the different compounds and things like that. It's the same thing with the seat. And then the limits. You know what I mean? Like you're taught all that stuff and then you understand it. things like that that are more, yeah. So that was kind of like my baby for a while. And we really got Recaro on the map here a little bit more, just doing more advertising, marketing, all the events like the LA Auto Show that we'd have the Recaro parties. Those were thrown by me and a small team of us. So it was really fun. We did Brimbo. Is that fun to you to do the event stuff too? Because at least that's constant creative turnover, right? So it basically fell in my lap. And you'll like this, Nicole. So (laughs) when you're at an agency, and it's all guys, because they're all marketing car stuff, right? So I'm like the token female. And they go, oh, somebody wants to do an event. You! You're the girl. (laughs) They're like, she'll plan it. And that's how it became. So I was literally the, the event planner 
for so many of the the parties and things that we did. I mean, even and I'm sure you were really good at it too. So it probably just perpetual motion. Well, I didn't know I was good at it. I go, sure, I'll do it. (laughs) You're not a dumb girl. That's what anyone wants is just to have things done nicely for them. And so you have a lot of leeway. I found as a chick to be like, I really don't know what I'm doing, but I make things look nice. Yeah, we that's did. all I, anyone wants. It was always crazy. We were always pushing the limits and trying to do things different. And you know, when you work for an agency, the cool thing about an agency now that I'm in corporate, when you're at the agency <laughs> level, you can do things that sometimes the corporate level can't. Well, so you they can hire you to come in and fix things, right? So Ricaro at Pikes Peak, there was a car that had a pretty significant accident, it rolled like 14 times, and the guys were able to walk away. And it was in a Subaru, so and they th- both had Ricaro seats. I picked up the phone. I go, "Where are these guys at?" Yeah, we need Texas. it. We had their car busted. I actually, I was driving. Uh, I had to borrow my parents' Ford Expedition, go trailer go the grab car. It? Pull it. It came from Texas, but I had to go find it off site. And the whole thing drag it onto a flatbed and bring the whole yeah, yeah, everything like gravels, all the stuff that was literally from Pikes Peak. And we put it smack dab at the J Lounge in downtown LA, and we just closed this place down. And I was like, this is what Ricardo needs because you know you can do the fancy cars, you can do everything that looks really pretty and pristine, and all the SEMA stuff. But here's the result. Car that like here's a result. Car rolled fourteen times, fourteen times down Devil's Backbone. Like that's I know the clip you're talking about. yeah. Yeah, and I was like that's what we should be doing and that that's kind of how it got and then i got i'm like this is really fun these events are really cool but if you look outside the box and you don't do what everyone's thinking that you're gonna do all the time it makes well, it really fun yeah i love that if mm-hmm. you can yeah exactly. <laughs> how is it in corporate though because you've got so many boxes to check and there's so many people Well, they were so worried you know putting a car like that just right in the middle and i said well we'll stanchion it off because there's obviously metal that the jagged edges and jagged. everything yeah yeah, but we do it, and then we, people will learn from it, and then it's educational, and yeah. we talk about it, and that just, it went over super well. Plus, so. it's art at that point. When you it take was, that yeah. and put it into a different place, you have that contrast we talked about before, exactly. and you just made art. Exactly. So that's pretty cool. It is, yeah. Wow. All right. Well, that's a neat idea. Mm-hmm. What else have you trashed and displayed? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, let's see. <laughs> I'm just um, um, how's your 356? Has it been a year yet that you've had that car? Uh, it'll it's be right a year about in right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How you doing with it? I love that car. Everybody loves that car. I I'm so thankful for Rod for getting me that car. So I I went up to Texas last year. Uh, I'm friends with Richard Rawlings from Gas Monkey Garage and Dennis you Collins are? and from Big the, Chris. We, yeah, all right. We, so I, I can't wait out, to talk to you about that. Yeah, I flew out to see Big Chris. He's like, I got this car for you. Richard bought one. We've got another one on the side. It's a really good car. It, I love the story about it. It came from Competition Motors, so I'm thinking this is where, like, this is where you want a car to come from, right? It's got especially if you live in the, Los Angeles. Yep, I yeah. was like, good history. My lucky number innately. Exactly, it, it's your lucky number. It is 38. <clears throat> I was like. Competition Motors, 38, Los Angeles. I'm bringing the car home. It's got this great story. And so I went up there, and I saw the car, and I could show you some pictures. It was rugged. It was super <laughs> rugged. And I'm walking around the car, and I'm calling Rod. I'm like, Rod, you know, here's some I pictures. I don't know. I was like, they tell me that I could do it. The floor is clean. Everything is great. And I didn't want to tell too many friends. And I didn't even tell people that I flew out for the weekend to go buy a 356. Because, you know, it's like... You yeah. manifest this thing, and I was like, that's my dream car. I have 356s on my dream board for so long, and I thought, I'm probably going to have to get married. I'm probably going to need dual income before I get <laughs> this car because it's so expensive. Yeah. But I found it at a really good price. Well, the problem is it was so good because it was... Needed it. 
Yeah. It needed so much yeah. love. And Rod's like, Jen, I don't know. I really don't know about that car. And I'm like, what? That's He's like, your heart. From that guy? I know. What he can do? Well, my heart was like there. And I was like, it's Smyrna Green on the, on the COA. Like, everything about it. No and one has Smyrna Green. All the paperwork was right about it. Everything, everything else about the yeah. deal was right. I was like, I have to. I don't know. And Rod's like, if you're telling me that you really want it, we'll it's going it to take work. some time. But if that makes you happy. So I buy the car. <sighs> fly home. I'm super excited. My dad is super excited because I said, look, now that he's retired, we're going to make this our car. You know, this is going to be so our car cool. that we're going to restore oh, wow. and work together. I'm going to fly him out to Texas. We're going to have a father-daughter moment. This is going to be super cool because I've always been into cars. My dad, not necessarily. He's a fireman, so he's kind of a truck guy. Yeah, we and talked so, about that. I forgot. Yeah, so, so it's like, like trying to get him more into it. And like two weeks later, I get a call. And then they're like, hey, and you know, we've been texting each other, like, hey, they're gonna clean out the car, they're gonna clean out the the rat stuff and like the car. Oh, from Texas, right? okay. From Texas. And so I get a call literally like two weeks later and they go, Hey, this is not the call we want to give you, but we need to be real with you. This restoration's probably gonna be over a hundred grand. And I go, Why? Why? And they said, Because the floors were so bad, they had to completely replace the floors. So I go, well, what do I do? So, of course, that's I don't know That's just work, though, right? Isn't the frame okay? I, I, I'll, well, I'm see, getting ahead. Go I'm ahead. Like, go ahead. Go ahead. So I call Rod, and I go, Rod, what do I do? And he's like, well, give me a video of the car. So I tell the guys in Texas, give me a video of the car. So they give me a video of the car. And I'm talking to Rod. I'm talking to my friend Chris. And he's like, look, I'm not going to steer you wrong. Richard got a really good deal on his car. It was patinaed. He, was gonna, he wants to do kind of like an outlaw car. Mm -hmm. So for him, it made sense. But for me, I wanted to restore it back to original. And we decided it wasn't the car for me. So lucky enough, because they're really good friends of mine, they literally said, we're going to wire you back your money. We're going to just sell it. Thank God. So I go, perfect. I'm so sorry. And they're like, no, we're sorry, but, you know, we'll find you another one. So my heart was seriously broken. I Everything to, was right about that one. It, yeah. And literally, I ordered the license plate on oh, eBay. Oh, jeez. It's like, literally, it says, come play in my Porsche. And I get it. And it actually has a little Smyrna green on it. So I call my mom. I'm, like, texting Tori Alonzo. I'm like, Tori, look, he's the one that actually told me on eBay you can find these license plates because I love his license plate. Wow. And I see Smyrna green. I'm like, I'm telling you that that. I have to have a Smyrna Green car. It's there. I know it sounds crazy. There's a little dot on my license plate that says, "It's this it's is supposed the car. To be. This is the supposed. I was supposed to have this car." So I go to Jade's birthday party, Rod's daughter's birthday mm -hmm. party. Sweet I'm telling him, at this point? almost have tears in my, oh my eyes. Gosh. He's like, "I'm so sorry. We're gonna find it." And I think it was literally like Monday morning. Some guy texted him on Instagram Whoa. and said, "I'm walking around in my neighborhood in Santa Cruz, nonetheless." I see this car. It's got a for sale sign. It's a 99 cent for sale sign. He goes, I don't think the guy's posted anywhere. I don't know if you need a car or if it's not, if it's too restored for you. But if you're interested, let me know. Rod it's almost goes, too nice for Rod this Emery. This is your car. He goes, this is your car. Smarter green. It looks super perfect. He's like, Jen, I'm telling you, my gut is telling me. I put it out there in the universe. And here, here we are. Yep. And that's, that's literally it. what happened. That's and I went to run sport. I put a down payment on it. I called him the night that I was there because I got there probably like at like 6.30 or 7 o'clock at night. Santa so Cruz, you said? Santa Cruz, yeah. yep. I dropped my CFO off, actually, because we were all going up as a, as a group to, to Monterey for the Oh, good Red grief. You worked it. <laughs> literally you said dropped September, the you worked off. it. I forgot yep. about this. That's I was right. Like, I'm working it in. I was like, I'll put a down payment on the car, go back to my team. We celebrated that night, the PEC management team. I was. I go, you're not going to believe this. I just put a down payment on 356. And then I have to preface it with, trust me, I don't make that much money. This is a really good deal. I don't think the guy knows what he had. And then literally a week later, I went up with the trailer with my dad. 
and his friend, and we trailered it all the way home because the tires were 12 years old, so I didn't want to take it home. And oh, I had no wow. idea, so we took it right to Rod's shop. He helped me restore it, and it's been that way ever since. And I, every time I see Rod and all the time I drive that car, I'm just thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Mm. That car is not leaving my garage. It's going to stay Love forever. That. It's what do they call it? a dead girl car. That'll be a dead girl car. Nobody will get that until this girl's dead. <laughs> Oh, that's more. That's Seinfeld. Seinfeld had that thing. It's a dead guy car. Yeah. No, I love that car so much. <laughs> 73 no, RS is one of that ones. Yeah, because once you get into those old cars, it's just, they're so much fun. Changes and your whole world. It does. And yeah. not, hackable. Yeah. not hackable. It's not hackable. Not hackable. Yeah. That's crazy. No porn. Mm-hmm. On your dash. <laughs> so, yeah. I Crazy love that pants. car. I I just took it to the 356 Concours nice. a couple weekends ago. Yes. I just yeah. had so much fun, you know. And just to have that experience to be out there. And granted, you know, we're probably like the youngest ones mm-hmm. in our group mm-hmm. that have these kind of cars and do those kind of things. But trying to get more people involved in that or, you know, get them to experience that and to really understand what that's like. It's yeah. just, it's a game changer. You know, I get in my Boxster, GTS Boxster. I want to go fast. Is that your demo? Right? That's is that my your... daily car, okay. yeah. And when I get into my 356, I'm going to cruise. I'm going to take my time. And that's just really about slowing down in life. Because all the time, we're always trying to be fast. We're trying to get yeah. there the fastest, be there the fastest. We've got no time in the world. And you get in a car like that, and you have to cruise. Yes. So. Uh, this is a great segue to ask you some questions from other people, if that's all right. Okay. Randy Folds would like to know, what stops more women from being a part of the car culture? That sounds That's like a, a ne- negatively phrased. Question. I would say, what could get women more into car culture? I would phrase that in a more positive manner. But what, yeah. what do you think there? It's a great question. Um, it's hard because we are enthusiasts. So for us, it just seems natural just to comes go. To you, yeah. But I think talking to some of the women, especially now that we're working with so many dealers that come and do women's events, mm. a lot of times women feel a little bit intimidated because they don't know enough about cars and yeah. they don't want to have conversations about cars <clears throat> saying, well, how much horsepower and how much turbo lag and, you know, th- questions about downforce and Well, they just don't want some guy being like, you dumb girl. And, yeah. Right? Th- there was a big move in the 80s, 90s of like car guys that sold mm-hmm. cars and women having to deal with them and like yeah. uh, that is so scary. Sure is too, absolutely. I remember that stuff. So I bet that carries through with women that are like I want a nice car, but I don't want to get hosed. And <clears throat> how to get around that. You, uh, you being involved in it though, I think is such a good face for that stuff. Yeah, and I just hope that more women get involved because they see you out there with Jay. You know, they see me. There's There are so many women that are enthusiasts, and, you know, I meet them all the time. Yeah. We just had a, a dealer event come through a few weeks ago, and this lady was saying that she got into a turbo and she bought a turbo. Of course, I said, what do you do for a living? <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, and she's a doctor. Awesome. Um, but, you know, just talking to her about it, and she just loves her car. And she got into a Panamera, and she goes, I need that for my kids. Wow. Yes, you do. Yeah. And so there are so many females like that, but they don't necessarily want to go to a car show. Right. Because that's not, they have so many other things on their list, or maybe they're dealing with their kids, or they don't want to feel like the girl that's just there because they're trying to look for a guy. Because we all know that sure. people are judged. Sure. Um, but, you know, it's just hopefully that more women will get into it in the future because there's definitely a place for us. Uh, Brian Cheney would like to know, what are some ways the Porsche community can spread its reach into younger people? What can we do to create a new and younger generation of Porsche faithful? It's the same question twice, but it's still a good question. We need more people to just get involved. You know, the Experience Center is a great place for that. Yeah. Kind of like what I was telling you when we were at Auto Kennel and kind of this morning before we got into the show. But there... 
the PECs bring a younger demographic. You know, we have the simulator lab there. So we're yeah, having that's kids so that cool. Are 13 years old, so 12 fun. years old, and they're because you don't than even us. have they don't even have their licenses yet, but right? they can go drive a car. That's exactly. So fun. Yeah, and you get a different demographic. And you know, Porsche is really about a lifestyle. It's mm-hmm. not just getting from point A to point B. So the PECs <laughs> are really good about having that and kind of showing that brand because more people will get into it. And it's all walks of life. I mean, you can take your kids there, you can take your grandfather there, you can take your father there, you can take your sister, your mother, and there's something for everyone, whether it's the food, whether it's the simulator lab, whether it's just a tour at Porsche Motorsport. Yeah, it's and fun. that's really what the PECs are for. It's very for. stimulating exactly. when you go there. Even if you don't yeah. do the racetrack, although we highly recommend that you do, um, choose, I don't even know. There's not even, I don't even have a, a car to recommend because the Boxster is fun to go out around the track. Do you know what I mean? And then the Macan is. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we highly recommend. But there's something for everybody there. It's like a mm-hmm. little amusement park and it's very, very stimulating. And you've been the to a morning is, shift. You've seen. We've been to you know, a bunch. You've got yeah, dogs, you've got kids, you've got older people, you've got younger people, and it's just really about understanding that Porsche is such a lifestyle brand. Yeah. And it appeals to everybody, you and, know, and that's that's the great thing about our brand. You, I would like to talk a little bit about morning shift. You started that, and we've got one this week coming up this this Saturday. On Saturday. Um, how did you come to want to start another cars and coffee here in Los Angeles? Because <laughs> it didn't see, when we discussed it here yeah. at our bar, uh, you know, almost a year ago. Yeah. I was like, well, that sounds great, but you know, what I mean, like, do we need it? How's it going to be different? Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And we did need it, and it is different. And I want to hear more about it from you. Well, thank you. Well, I love the fact that you guys come. So that's always nice. We love to see the Porsche. We'll see you Saturday for sure. Good. Um, We started that because, you know, again, growing up in SoCal car culture, I've been to most of the car shows, whether it's Crystal Cove, whether it's the old Ford area that, you know, got shut down in Irvine. We've kind of done a little bit of everything. And there's always kind of like (sighs) that idea of it's 6 a.m. and then it becomes 5 (laughs) a.m., right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's like it always because I I feel like at some point it's going to be 3 a.m. in the morning that you get up and you park your car and you get your lawn chair out there. Jeff Swart and I will be at all of those. (laughs) Right? (laughs) We're up early. We'll be at every single one of those. Civil Rod Emery. Yep. And him too. Yeah. He gets 345. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) so we just wanted something that was you know we're gonna hold a time that makes sense for younger people right and just do something a little bit different but again it's about community but why is it different it's not just different because it is at a different location at your place what makes it different because i agree Mm -hmm. and i can't put my finger on it well we're educational too so when we did the transaxle Mm. day we had so many people and come out to learn big big porsche people that go what is transaxle wow right because they're used to 911s the events are like living museums almost you get to learn while you're doing like we work with local communities so uh, you know if when we do when we get to the 911 day that makes sense for your car i'd love to have your car on display in the gallery and we would have your story and we'd tell who owns it and what you do because that's why the gallery is the way it is we change it all the time we have graham ray hall's 911 r we've obviously we were with jeff swore a lot yep um we have Jeff's Auto car, Kennel's got, car was there. Uh, Auto Kennel was there. Well, we've got another Auto Kennel car. I saw that 914 that I fell in love with. That I go, can we get it? <sighs> which so, one? Which one? Is that the one that's not for sale? Oh. Not Maggie? For sale. Yeah. Yeah. That'll, that, that's, that's a dead girl car. That's never going to leave there. They're not there, we, No yeah. way. No. So we try and do that, and that's what really makes it different, because not only are we educating people about certain things that Porsche has, whether it's the 356 and why that is not just obviously special because it's the first car that Porsche made, but why else it's special or the 911 and the years of the 911 you know last time we did to the, up until the g body and w- what is the g body so we try and educate people on social educate people while we're there curate into the gallery and then just have local people because like this weekend i just reached out to two people 
for Saturday show and you'll probably see they're super excited. Okay. But they're like, what an honor it is to have oh. my car in the gallery. And I go, yeah, because that's, that's what, what we want. About. Because this is the Porsche home on the West Coast for all of us who have been Porsche fans our whole entire lives. Yeah. Or maybe we're just Porsche fans now. We're beginning to become Porsche fans. And but to it's have in the a blood piece somehow. of home, like to feel like my car is in the garage at the PEC. That's like my garage. That's a really cool thing. And so I'm just trying to think about it from an enthusiast standpoint. And our team is always trying to curate ways of doing things that are a little bit different. But we realized by bringing in the community, by having community kind of cars or involvement, Nicholas Hunsinger, working with Rod, you know, working with Pat Long, having yeah. Pat's car there, his Patina 356. Oh, I love that I car. I can't tell you how well, many The only people... reason I don't like it there is I love seeing it out on PCH or wherever he drives it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I, I said we have to get this Patina car in. And we got that car in. And so many people were like, what's that car Mm -hmm. you know they kind of look down and they're like why is it unfinished and we had to tell that story this is what patina is yeah this is what an original car looks like before it gets to let's say rod emery's exactly speedster that's right next to it that's cleaned up and and brilliant and amazing these are all choices these are your choices you know you can be kind of the outlaw look or you could be this look or you could be that look and you know again working with an oem brand and working on that side we don't necessarily have the aftermarket stuff because we feel like everything is german and it's porsche perfection Mm. but you still can do things where you have parts of your personality show through like the fact that you guys chose that yellow car yeah right so and you chose the yellow shoes to go with it well done look at that (laughs) bravo speed yellow high heels (laughs) I do. I like to match my cars. Although I'm not wearing a yellow car. I don't have a yellow car today, but this is for you. So Thanks. So you have. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Let's get to another one here. Uh, you just mentioned Nicholas Hunziker. He has a question. When will the year-long Hunziker art retrospective start at PECLA? <laughs> I love that. And that's a hashtag asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Um, if we you have, have a real answer for that or a fake one, I go do. ahead. Go yeah. ahead. No, we, again, we're always working with local people and it's about bringing the community. It's supposed to be your second home. Yeah. We want to do things like that. We're actually talking to Nick about a few different things, which we're really hoping to, to make sense of and try and put that through and make We'll, we'll it need his help for that other thing that we were talking about as well. Uh-huh. So. I think yeah. it's going to be calling all cars all over the place. Yeah, we, we you never know. We we did an art show last year, and we did it for 917, and we had a local artist come in, and I told Jeff and Nicholas, I said, full disclosure, we want to test this first. Before we get so, you guys. Beca- because I yeah. want to make sure that it makes sense for them. And we had a really great artist. Um, it's actually one of the artists that's local, that's in Manhattan Beach, and he does amazing work. But we said it, he's a friend of... Well, obviously, Nick and, and Jeff, and they're all friends of me. But I didn't want to put that online and say, hey, I, I have to sell this many tickets. Because I also have to make this make sense for us from a, from a Porsche standpoint. Sure. So we did a, an art show, and you know, he sold a lot of paintings that night. But we curated a menu in our restaurant that made sense for what he was selling. So if we were doing that with Nick, or we were going to do it with Jeff, or maybe it's you know, Lufkakult pictures and, and images and video from that, and we do a Lufkakult night, we would want to do something where it kind of ties the PEC together. So we've got a lot of big dreams and a lot of, a lot of big things that we want to make castles in the sky and try and figure out how to bring them down. But, you know, that's always about trying to figure out when it makes sense and the timing. But Castles in the clouds. Happen. Castles in the clouds. I think yeah. that will, because I think his friend would be very disappointed if it didn't happen. I think his friend would be too. Um, yeah. Kevin Lynch would like to know, aside from your stunning 356, what's your favorite Porsche model and why? That's, Great question. You cannot ask an enthusiast that. Um, <laughs> I know. Because there's not one, right? <laughs> there's not one. It's like, what's your favorite it's movie? Like, exactly. Um, that's so tough. I, you know, people ask me that a lot when we're walking in the gallery. 
And one of my favorite cars still is the 356, which is why I owned it. It's my favorite car. But in terms of an everyday car, and I know people will think I'm crazy, I could drive a 918 every day of my life. Oh my and goodness be super gracious. Happy. All right, yeah. novice. That's a supercar, right? Yeah. That's the hybrid supercar. I'm not mis- I'm not having a, a little episode no. or something. No I could drive that car way. every day. I mean, it's that a high, car it is, is easy, so to, easy drive. to drive. It is so easy to drive. It is so easy to drive. My mom could drive it. Yeah. It doesn't have blind spots like other cars that are supercars. No, the okay. pedals are light. Everything about it is light and is, easy. It you're is right. so Porsche perfection. And granted, if you're going to drive a car like that, you don't need a trunk. It's totally fine. You have a, <laughs> a you know you have a support car behind you. That's that is not the answer <laughs> I, would, I expected. Not I the answer I expected. I love that car. I like. I mean, the GT2 RS is amazing. It's a beast, though. Um, but if I was going to do an everyday driver, if I could afford a 918 or a Turbo S, I love the Turbo. I think the visceral feel of a Man, Turbo. Man, that power. You want that power. I love that. Holy mm-hmm. crow. And I like sport exhaust. Put that on. Make Good it grief. happen. <laughs> Grew up in LA. Holy crap. Make some noise. I'm a California girl. I, I want it loud. I want people to know that I'm on the road. It's a safety feature, really. Loud and proud. That's so right. So people will know when Prius, you Prius, get the hell out of my way. <laughs> to the side. Yeah. Um... This is a weird time to ask this question, but it's on here and I forgot. <laughs> what was your childhood like when you were here out there being a car fan? But what were you like as a kid? You know what, what I mean? Was what was like? G.I. Jen like when she was G.I. Jen playing with all the guys? Uh, I, I was just a huge... I mean, were you a good student? Were you... Oh, I mean, you, you, the person who sits before me with uh, uh, your career and everything would lead me to believe that, oh, she was a great student, straight A's, yeah. did all the things, and did the AP courses and went to college. But some of the stuff you were doing were during the college years. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out you know, who you were back then. I was a good student. Yeah. Um, I was always hanging out with older people. That and I helps. realized very early on that if I surrounded myself with everyone that was better than me, I would naturally get brought up. You figured that out on your own? I, very early That's on. incredibly impressive yeah. to me. Yeah, it's I hung out with all of my me. friends' moms. People would think, like, when the girls were being doing girl things, I would hang out with the moms and be like, what are you doing? Like, what do you like about your career? And they are like, why is she like that? I'm just a very old soul. Yeah. And I'm, I honestly, yeah, that's why I think we all connect, because yeah. I was always like that. But I have always just hung out with much older friends. And I always felt very valued to be able to hang out with people. And I wouldn't be... You know, while everyone was partying or drinking or doing whatever they were doing, I was sitting there writing my map out of like Something what I else, wanted to yeah. do. And, you know, Good for people you. that I, so I do, rally, I used to do car rallies. I don't mm-hmm. know if we touched on that, but not today, to but we have. Rally, well, is that how you know rally. Richard Rawlings? I do, yeah. Okay. So I have eight cross country road medals, and I wanted to go for 10, but it's just totally not going to happen these days because they're so changed. <laughs> but I would literally hang out with the small core group of people, the Matt Ferris of the world, back when he was a very sweet Jewish boy. He still is, but you don't see all that on camera. <laughs> yeah, he's so awesome, by the way. Um, JF Musial, who does Tangent Vector. Uh, Vinny Russo, who went on to Spiker, then Lamborghini. Now he's at VF Engineering. Junis Khan, he's one of my best friends. He's amazing. He owns Carbotex. He was creating a cell phone cover, and now he owns Carbotex. So all this these is guys. Amazing. It's like you're speaking a different language to me. It's incredible. But we were like hanging out, and like, you know, Matt would, you know, some of them would like, hey, we're going to go out and have a good night, whatever. But we would always be talking. It was like the small group of us, and it's fun because not one of us has not done something significant. You know, like, I feel oh. like I've made it working with Portia and doing kind of my dream. And you look at somebody like, you know, Vinny, who's done something really amazing. And JF with Tangent Vector, he's working for Portia. So now we actually get to work with each other in certain oh, regards. Awesome. Matt with the smart, smoking tire. And, you know, you see somebody that I've known since 2001, 2002, and kind Matt. of how his career has evolved. And it's just really cool because you see, you know we were so young back then and we were already saying like hey we are not going to do this tonight we're going to you know what do you want to do or where do you want to be in 10 years and 
we would have these conversations and then you see how everything kind of plays out and it's just really cool. Did you ever do the, I don't even know if they run this anymore, but you're the person to ask, obviously. Uh, you remember the Cannonball Run? The old Cannonball yeah. Run, the original? That's what Bull Run was modeled after. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Okay, is that true? And then what happened to the original Cannonball Run? Just no more? You know, it's... Because they used to start that from the town I lived in. Did they really? <laughs> in Connecticut, yeah. Oh, wow. The night before, all the cars were up on ramps and everything at Good Wives. No joke, this is the name. It's still to this day of this shopping center in Darien, Connecticut. Good Wives Shopping Center. Oh, it's my literally gosh, from the Stepford so Wives cool. movie. If you watch yeah. the original Stepford Wives movie, yeah. it's the same place, and you can see the name of it. That is Good so Wives funny. Shopping Center. And there used to be a restaurant called Lock, Stock, and Barrel, mm -hmm. and that was the place. And it's even called Lock, Stock, and Barrel when you watch the movie, even though it wasn't shot there and everything. Um, I have these memories of being a kid and not knowing what car was what, but like yeah. there were numbers on that. It's why our car looks like it does today. Oh, wow. Because I have that still in me from yeah. when I was a kid, seeing that with my dad. Did you have anything like that? Or was it just, oh, you just had the modern day, this is sick, cool. And then there was Alex, was it Alex Ross who did the Alex Roy. 38 days and And then whatever. Richard B. him too. Oh, he in did. He beat that. It was two thousand. There was a whole movie about the the fastest to get, you know to get across yep. the country, and then Alex Ross. Did I say that right? Alex Roy. Alex Roy. Yep. Did it in the in the movie, which is called Thirty Eight Hours and Seven Minutes, or something yep. like that. I have it. And wrong. JF actually did the mapping, the the planned route for that, and helped him. Because so is he the other guy in it then? He's that not helps the guy him with in the plane and all yes, that stuff. He is. You're yeah. kidding. No. Yeah. Oh, I gotta and watch JF that was again. Like Twenty. Four, twenty-five at the time. That young. I wanted to watch that so yeah. bad because I had had a conversation with Alex Roy, and I'll get uh -huh. his name right, at a bar in Venice, fifteen yeah. years ago, ten, fifteen years ago. Yeah. I don't know. You said like two thousand one, two thousand two. That's about what it would have been. We were having margaritas at Baja Cantina, getting oh, drunk wow. as a skunk with my old roommate Lori. <laughs> and, and that's how, of course, she was pretty. So that's how we started yeah. talking. And then the car thing, and he had the M5 at the time. So it must have been yeah. mid two thousands or something like that, whenever that was going on. But we had this conversation, and I was like, "Wait a second! But when I was a kid, that was the thing, and the movie, and the whole thing. You actually did a bunch of those. I did. Yeah." I'm sorry. I know you, this was a by the way for you, and I want to spend more time here. But what? What? what just get, tell me any experience from the rally, like a cross country rally that you can that you want to share. I've never had that. I don't know that I'll ever be able to. But it was something that I always wanted to do when I was a kid because I had seen it. Yeah, there's so much to talk about with the rallies, and probably not enough time for today. Okay. But the. The one that I did, so the first one I did was in 2006, and it was actually when we were launching the Victoria's Secret Pink Line. So we shut down what? Chelsea Pier. I flew to New York. I actually helped do the launch. We had Ashley Simpson perform at the time that we did like Girls in Pink, the whole nine. Went shopping, at, you know, like gave what a bunch of like this sweatpants is... out 2006. My friend was like, hey, my I, he bought a Lamborghini Gallardo, and he go and we were, he was with, he's the one that got me on board with Victoria's Secret. And he goes, I want to take my wife on this rally, and she's really not wanting to go with me and co-pilot in the Lamborghini. If I buy you a car with her, will you go on the rally? Whoa. I'm like, you're going to buy her a car? Just for this. Just for this. And yeah. he goes, well, I need a support vehicle. Hello. Hello. So he oh literally bought a car and an AAL. Oh, my so, God. Oh, yeah. We I flew to New Luxury. York. Yep. Flew to New York. Did the whole thing on Chelsea Pier with him. Super success. The Had the Victoria's Audi. Secret models there. It was went off without a hitch. Literally a day later, two day, a day later or two days later, we were at the start of New York in Times Square, shut it down. We had Corey Heim, Corey Feldman. We had the owner of Spiker Cars there. It was just amazing just to see the crowds and all the people there. 
and we started and it was funny because we had one weekend to get our car prepped we had tint on the windows that was so fresh i couldn't even roll down the window for a route card and that was the start of it and then that was pretty much it it was like i was sold i'm like every year because you had klaus edinsberger of cec wills you had all these kind of big people in aftermarket at the time that's not pirelli he's now pirelli Pirelli p0 World. world yeah we know him sure klaus yeah so like you would network with all these great people and it was back then it was about giving them a week to just go out and have fun talk with car guys but not you know they would network they would do some work they would close some deals that was the way it was back in the day and that's how i was able to get a lot of work because i would say okay you know what company was this or what company was that and when i was an ad agency i actually brought them in and started doing their marketing and pr for the program really oh yeah linkedin in brought Recaro in you know did a sema build on a car brought that car drove a lincoln mkx i worked for Lotus. I was a spokesmodel for Lotus. She went from Montreal, Canada to Key West. So like, I was so hooked and I thought I'm going to do 10 medals and like, that's it. And I got to eight. And then it was by that time, it was like, it totally changed the scene. Cause now when you look at car rallies, it's not the way that it used to be where it was it networking be, right? or yeah, it was, you were racing from point A to point B. Now it's more of like just the, the, it's more of the party factor, you know, and that so, brings so, a different crowd. Now. Yeah. And so because I'm not really one to like go out and party and things like that. I'm like, Hey, I would love to be able to network or do some kind of business deal or work on it or just really enjoy the drive. At the end of the day, I love driving. If I have a bad day, I go out and I just drive. And that was That's really what, you what do? the bull run. I do that all the time. Do you get in the 356 sometimes or do you take it the... It depends on if I need to go fast or slow. <laughs> really? No kidding. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. Where do you go drive when you need to cut loose a little bit? So I lived at the base of Glendore Mountain Ridge Road in Claremont. So I learned... Are you shitting me? That's where you do. grew up? Yeah. On one so of the best driving roads in the world, really. Is. So when I bought my Prelude, it was a, it was a manual. My first car was a stick shift. They and only my made dad, that top one in the manual. Right? That SI only came yeah. in a stick. My dad tried to teach me, and I'm like, get out of the car. I just have to listen to myself. I got to hear the car. I got to figure it out. And I Good went for out you. to all these switchbacks. That mm-hmm. That's honestly what you need. Sometimes you just have to hear the Stop car. Stop listening feel the car. to everybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I did that. That's and a good tool. It's a good lesson. I, I tell people say that, that all the time. You get over yeah. your fears that way too. Let alone you learn. Yeah. Because well, you're worried about disappointing somebody, or they're you know they're in the car and they're like moving a lot, and they're like, oh, you just stalled it again. Getting your pilot's yeah. license yeah. and when you solo, it's the exact same thing. It's so much yeah. easier once that once you get over the fear. Once the guy's out of the thing, you're like, nobody's watching me. I can just I'm doing it well. I'm already doing it right. Yeah, exactly. What are we so worried about all the time? I know. Yeah. What's so. coming up with you and the PEC? We have morning shift this Saturday. What's yep. what's the theme this month? The theme this month is we are doing all convertibles, cabriolets, spiders, targas, anything that has a topless top where you can pull the top down, enjoy the summer month. It's topless Saturday. Yep. Spring break. Yeah. <laughs> yep. What um and then what's coming up next month? I mean, can we talk about the future ones so yeah, people can maybe future plan a little every bit? Th- on usually about the 15th of every month we will talk, but you can hear it first here. Oh, about what the oh, next one is? Yeah. We got an exclusive. Hey, Hang on, everybody. Exclusive. Right here to your camera <laughs> 4. Go ahead. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Drum roll, please. day. Oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And, and we've been September? wanting to do that for a while. Um, yeah, it'll be September. So I think it's September 6th. That's my birthday. Happy Yay! birthday, Jay Ryan. Happy early birthday. It'll be a good one. We've got some really special stuff Can in the works. Can you drive your car around the track for it? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's a good birthday present. I'll set yeah. that up with you later. Yep. 
Yeah, it'll be a good one. We've got, um, obviously, having the 356 Concours to go there and see some. There was three Continentals that were parked right next to each other. And, of course, I'm like, here's my business card. Can I get you in the gallery? Oh, yeah. Was that Max Hoffman Hoffman Uh on that one who came up with that? Yeah. Cars need a name, so they gave the the name Continental. They wanted a U.S. name that would sound better. Yeah. Then and then just the, a number, a 356, well. that's nothing. You know? So it had, they made a Continental badge for the side. Oh. Beautiful Porsche Continental. Yeah, it was fancy. And they're really beautiful. They've got some nice bells and whistles. They are cool, though. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So we're going to try and get some of those there. Of course, we're working with Rod Emery. So we'll have some 356s. Friend Ford, and neighbor, Pat Rod Emery. Yeah. Oh, and of course, those guys. Yeah. Got to get the, the legends of, you know, they're like. It, it, doesn't they it are. feel a little bit like royalty? It like does, in our yeah. little world, yeah. those guys, by all means, untouchable. Well, they're also just really down-to-earth, amazing people all around. Their wives are amazing. Their families are amazing. They've they've done it right. You know, they've checked the all the boxes of like the American dream. So yeah. we were we were. Um, I can have a piece of that. We were at Breakfast Club last week having a conversation about the kids, about how how both incredibly intelligent and successful both of the kids are. Oh, for rods? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Zane and, and, yeah. And Jade. Jade. And it's just one of those where we're like, somebody was like, wow, that's really amazing. You know, they're so lucky. They got the whole family. I'm like, it's it's Rod's program. It's Rod and Amy. It's the yeah. they're the same. Of course it's going to be spectacular. Yeah. You just have to look at it. It's the DNA. And honestly, you know. The work I'm, ethic, everything. Behind every good man is an amazing woman. And if you know Amy too, she's just she's amazing. phenomenal. She, you know, Wonderful we spirit. probably give her more credit than most, but she does not get enough credit. She is amazing. She I say just, that too. I see that with her out. I love yeah. that it's so permeating that world because that's important. And Jeff's Award's daughter too, Bailey. She has her own jewelry line. Really, she's super successful and creative. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah. that. That's mm-hmm. amazing. So again, it's like you, you know. That's the full package. That's pretty awesome. So we love having them. And, you know, Pat, obviously, having the little one, I'm sure little little Layton is going to be just fine. <laughs> Probably be a race car driver, you know, in, in another couple of years. He'll be doing go-karts. I'm sure he'll get in that yeah. little. It's got to be, right? Drive. I mean, yeah. what else? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I love that. Uh, do you have anything for us? Anything for you. I'm asking this because you literally have something for us. Do you want to do it now? Oh, yeah. Can I? <laughs> <laughs> so, on my feet. so I brought you a little something. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I get to look at your shoes again when you lean down. Beautiful. <laughs> what do we have here? Mrs. Ryan, you want to? Yeah, I'll dig in. There's a couple things in here. That's the heavy one. There of course I picked it. I'll get this here. Oh, I didn't see that one. Oh, my goodness. You're right. Oh, see, look at this. I didn't see that you had a calendar on your show. So this actually stands up, <laughs> and then you can move the magnet around. It's so Porsche-like, right? This is amazing. You can move it around, and you can put it to the date. But I love that it's just like an old tin I know. garage That's why sign. I thought it was kind of fun for you. I love it. It'll go in the set someplace. And there you go, a beautiful Porsche mug. Yeah. I felt like you needed something official. Thank so. you, Porsche. Official. Y'all have to have a Porsche mug. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Thank I love you it. You much. always have these mugs. Like, I don't know if you, you like dark mugs, but. Oh, yeah. felt like you needed to have the official, you eventually, you put your pens in it or something. I was going to say, eventually, these will be uh, It's Tonight Show mugs with uh, from oh, Hunziker. Fun. And then right now, we, the only map we're uh, the only uh, calendar we're using is the Dave watch. I know. Well, you have to do with the X, so I totally get it, but you can have a nice calendar there. That um, is so cool. You know, not for nothing, but you mentioned Graham Rahal. Graham Rahal's dad, Bobby Rahal, happens yeah. to be partners with Mr. David Letterman. I'm not saying you should make oh. a call. I'm just saying it happens to be that you have See, a connection there somehow. 
manifesting. Yeah. yeah. We got to say it out loud and then something maybe happen. happen. You never know, right? That is so true. <laughs> yep. See? You say it long enough when I kept saying, I'm going to have a 356 someday. That's how I it works. I think it was going to be so soon, but yeah. Um, how do you feel about this? Do you feel good about this appearance? Did we cover the things you wanted to cover? Did we miss anything? How are we? Let's do a check-in. Yeah. I mean, it's not... <laughs> do we need to talk more about the PC? No, it's fantastic. No, no, no. Do you want to? I, I wanted to make sure you that you were to. feeling good. I'm feeling do you fine. feel that you represented the company well and you, you did well here? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, then we should talk about the PEC perhaps a little bit more. <laughs> You're like, so you just talked about yourself. All right, all right. Well, we got what to expect. We got what to expect. There's some things that we talked about that you can't say here, obviously, know, because know, they're going to be really great surprises for people later on. Yeah. So that's not happening today. But, um, oh, you know what? I would like to mention, we put you on the spot here. We talked when we were at AutoCannel about uh, doing this show at the PEC, perhaps yeah. maybe anniversary week or something like that. Yeah. We can talk about that. All right. Yeah. What do you want to do? What do we want to do? You want to sit? You want me to just call you out on it on camera? Can sure, sure. What is it? Yeah. What are you going to call me out on? Well, I'm going to say like, can we get you there? Sure. Can I do that. You're doing it right now. What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> I'm not on camera, am I? Yeah, well, we all are. <laughs> you know, we're recording this, right? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were like, hey, stop the camera for a second. Why would I do that? What did you guess? How does that happen? <laughs> Are you good with this? That is not how this show goes. (laughs) (laughs) This is the best one ever. Oh my god! I love that. Like when you do, like, like you're like, hey, like. I'm a sweet guy. This is how I talk to people. (laughs) (laughs) I connect with people. We have conversations. Listen, you're a brand person. It's about the experience always. (laughs) I love it. She was like, you want, me to, you want me to call you out? I was like, I, yeah, I, I, didn't you just do that? Didn't you just do that? Okay. This is a riot. All right. Well, we're talking about figuring out a way to do this show at PEC, maybe anniversary week. Yes. Right? Yeah. That would, would be really fun for to us. Have you guys <laughs> <laughs> I know there's going to be an outtake segment. And I'm this, gonna is be- <laughs> oh, this is the greatest. This is the greatest. And I love her laugh. It's so contagious. <laughs> Yes. Oh my goodness. No, well, I would. I really, really, really would love to have you. I could see like where you have the desk and you have the chairs, and maybe we can build a set and we yeah, can we actually sh- have you at the. We PEC. talked about that. I see no reason that we wouldn't bring the original home base here and then just it would be so come fun. up with a little set. We talked about yeah enlisting the help of Mr. Nicholas Hunziker. Yep. I think we yeah. could probably make something happen. We did. Spike Firstine was over at the PEC for our 70 year anniversary, mm-hmm. and he did his podcast there. Mm-hmm. And he interviewed Jeff Soar and Daniel M. Brewster, our awesome. PMA, our Porsche Motorsport CEO. How did so it go? having it went really good. But you know, we started in the conference room, and then he said, "We want more energy. Like I, I want to be in the middle of everything." <laughs> I go, "Where do you want to go?" So we literally did it in Speedster Cafe in front of everyone. Oh, that's nice. So cool. he had everyone with headphones on, and they just did it right there. And people were walking around going, wait, is that so-and-so? Is that- yeah, are they doing this right here? Is this actually right happening? Right there. Is that really happening? So I love that. I, th- I could see where if we build the stage up for you, and we actually have you in the gallery, or we put you in the, in the we, cafe. I was talking with Hunziger cool. about this. We could do a Top Gear style. We could do you know a thing just in the middle with yeah. just something around, and then the people are just all around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something might be fun like that's that. That's going to be some good guests on, too. Yeah. I think so, too. I'm excited that you're 
going to happen, and we're going to put it together. Glad we'll you're setting it, it up. That's yeah. Cool. It's <laughs> our third year anniversary. It's going to be really good. We're trying to figure out how to do things different. We don't like to do things that are always cookie cutter, where it's like the same thing every time. Everyone likes to drive their own cars on our track. It's the one time a year that you can drive your car on our track. We do the parade laps. So last year we did 250 cars, and we thought that was just a little bit too much. That's a lot. So, that's a lot. Yeah, we did 125 the first year, and we thought that's <laughs> 125 we could do a little bit more. Would be a lot. Right. 125 is a lot. <laughs> it is, yeah, and we have. Big good. enough handling track, but to see all those cars kind of going through and the drone shots we got, the footage we got was incredible. And I mean, like last year when I took, I got to take my 356 out because I just had yeah, it. Yeah, and it was, it was so in the fun. front of the my line. My parents it was actually great. drove the second lap. Like I literally went around, gave it to them, and my my dad drove it with my mom. It was super cool. I got some That's really good cool. pictures of them. I was going to say, I'm pretty 906 sh- with Terry in it, and I'm pretty sure I saw a picture of yours, oh, yeah. and then like uh, maybe Jeff Sharon's R behind it or something, yep. which used to be your R from the yep. from the PEC. Yeah, we had a such cool great lineup. photos. It was so cool. So we'll do that this year. Cool. We're celebrating just three years of opening. We've had over 150,000 people through our doors since we Congratulations. opened. Congratulations! Congratulations! Yeah. That's fantastic. Our restaurant's doing very successful. It's a standalone. We're we're so close to a 4.9 but we would love to get so i'm going to put this out there since you all right to come. let's do it we want a michelin star we are trying so hard to get a michelin star we love just one michelin star we know that the importance of that and the team has worked so hard we've even changed some of our operations around it because we really 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 you're going for it we, we are going for Good it for you we're not just the porsche company that's like hey we're, we're working with michelin it's a totally different entity it's not just michelin tires and michelin star for ratings and restaurants it's a different area different yeah. segments like porsche design and porsche but we really are trying to get targeted to good for you a michelin I think star. that'll make a difference it will it's sort yeah. of like a you know on the map kind of a thing like exactly. you already are for this but yeah. that would not hurt in what better way right to tie that together would it's be a good really way neat. to tie it together like there's no bigger tier, accolade tier, tier, there's tier. no bigger accolade for that right <laughs> yeah. yeah and if we do that i want the big blow up babendum in our gallery i think that would be amazing i would hug him every day he's so cute uh, <laughs> we could put him right next to the car and say we are michelin star we'll put like a little are you, you guys know, in the like Zagat a trophy guide? around him or like a wreath around him like even lamar we'll like, yes, got it <laughs> are you guys on the Zagat guide does that qualify because it's an out because it's a standalone restaurant you know That's what i mean a great do, do, i wonder what the reviews are because yeah. we know that certainly the people that we know who go to love it yeah, that's a great question. I don't know about the Zagat Guide, but we are rated. You know, it's not open. necessarily your market. I'm just curious. No, I mean everything. I'm available market, really. to consult. I have some ideas for you. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Nice. It's it's, we'll it's yeah. Okay, good. All right. Good. I think I I do feel like we got to everything. I feel yeah. pretty good. You good? Yeah, I definitely love right. coming on the show. I can't wait to have you guys on the show on at your place side i think that would be really cool same here so much fun uh how do people stay in touch with you Uh uh-oh instagram yes gi jen gi jen gi jen for me and then of course our pec la hashtag there you go um and we also have restaurant 917 so we have two different instagram handles for the restaurant and the pec that's smart awesome very smart post that for sure got that let's see what else mrs ryan anything else jennifer nicole this has been a pleasure. I hope that you've enjoyed fun. it. Yeah, so I love seeing you. Thank you so much for having me on. It's a pleasure. It's good to hang out with you both. It's and an thank absolute you for pleasure. So supporting the PEC. I really appreciate it. It's always nice to see you, see your car, see your you friends. You guys support us. We support yeah. anybody who supports us. Plus, oh, you're good. doing awesome shit. Oh, I mean, that's you. how it is. That's the crux. You're doing awesome shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you wouldn't support me if we didn't. Okay. Well, nice to know. I'm you, just kidding. <laughs> 
Most people wouldn't support you if you didn't. You know what I'm saying? You, That's a you, heavy burden on me. I feel no, 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 no. You, you carry a lot of weight. You're not, you're not holding it. You just, ah, yeah. whatever. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm just now you're looking time. for praise. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Mrs. Ryan, who do we have tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow's Friday. Oh my gosh, it's Breakfast Club already. Uh, in that case, tomorrow's Breakfast Club. See up there, N- Newcomb's Ranch, 9 o'clock in the morning is when they open. We get there around then, shortly thereafter. Um, usually till about noon. Usually there's stuff going on till about noon. It's a lot of fun. You're going to come cool. at some point, right? I know, yes. One I of these days? Yeah. No work Porsche Maybe take some one of Porsche the, work? the PEC right. managers out and do that for some networking. Ooh. Honestly, you, you nice. probably don't know this, but a lot of the shops do that. A lot of the dealerships do. They'll yeah. either they'll pick a day where like five people come up or oh, cool. all of the independent okay. shops do. You know what I mean? Like one day Marco and, and Steve will come up from yeah. TLG or other people. It's, it's fun. House oh, Automotive good. comes up. People meet. Like there's a Venice meetup and an Orange County group. Yeah, those like, guys meet up at Dais and drive up. It's, it's, it's oh, become cool. a really cool part of the community. So okay. I hope you do come. Sometime. Yeah, well, I'd just love to come. It'd be nice. So that's tons of fun. That's going on tomorrow. And then next week, we've got uh, a bunch of people and Pete Stout. I know that. Pete Stout will be here next week from Triple O Magazine. Yeah. Triple Zero Magazine, I should mm-hmm. say, correct? Triple Zero. Yes, say that properly. And uh, and that's it. We love everybody. Mrs. Ryan, I love you so very much. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Nicole, G.I. Jen, we love yes. you so very much. You Thank you too. for being here. We love everybody at home. <laughs> Thank you very much for watching. Please love one another, and we will see you next week. Love it. Oh, wait, you need... <laughs> Don't move. <laughs> Don't move. Don't move. I'll stay right here. <laughs>